This is Ring of Honor star Shane Taylor, and you're listening to WNS. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Eber. And we welcome you to episode 395 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, BeyondPodPlayer.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. And you can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler if you so choose. At Tyler underscore a bear. You know it's so funny. Uh, it's so I funny. <laughs> I well, I don't remember my password again. Twitter, but apparently, <laughs> you can the change app that. Remembered it. Oh. So I mean, I can go. Are you in back on Twitter? Like, I mean, I'm on it, but I don't know if I'll be on it. To be honest, you don't know if you'll be I active. Can't, yeah, I'll, I won't be active. Okay. I just can't get behind it. I just don't like it. Okay. Well, that's I just fair. Do not like Twitter. Just start using hashtags and start tagging people. Yeah. I know it's different, but it's similar to Facebook. One app I really like. I know it's it's a little different, but I haven't been posting anything to it. Is I like Instagram. Yeah, I really do. I think Instagram's becoming the new hot thing right now. Like all of us That's old. I was about to say it's it's been out for a while. Yeah, us old fogies who still use Facebook. Instagram is where the, the young hip I, I kids are going. What is What's happening now? But I saw an article where it was like Facebook is for the people like of our generation or stuff like yeah. our age and like younger people don't like it as much. And yeah, they're liking something else. But they didn't say Instagram. They said something else because we're old. Hey man, we're old fogies. I, I swear I love Zanga when it came out. Zanga was awesome. <laughs> uh, then MySpace. We had your top friends. You could customize it the way you wanted. Oh well, yeah. Well, okay. Well, before that though, Zanga was cool is because you could put code in there to put your background uh on your page you can you have do that music. on myspace uh you could yeah oh uh, you could have like music playing automatically when mm-hmm. you come to your page you have to put the code in um i don't know i just used to like like it all the time isn't zanga still around but it's totally oh, different i have no idea um myspace i try to look for my profile i don't think it's <laughs> even there anymore or at least i can't get into it i don't know I think that was an email I put down like a long time ago, and then it was on mm. Yahoo. And I think Yahoo got hacked, all like the Yahoo emails and stuff. And I, I can't get back into my Yahoo email. And it was probably I just have to reset people your password. That were my or friends that I sent stuff to were getting like weird stuff, uh, and I'm like, okay, you got fished. I got fished. You got fished. So I was done with that, and I don't know. So Facebook still um, <laughs> on. I have a Twitter account. I have an Instagram account. You do not have Vine anymore. Vine is dead. It is they dead. They have an app. Dead and gone. They have an app of Vine where you can watch the old videos, which I'm a part of. The old, like You can only watch <laughs> the videos because I have two videos out on there. Yeah. I was never famous or anything. It's just no. out in it. Um, in the space. It's in there, but you can't put anything on there because Vine's dead. Yeah. But um, So sad. Oh, man, I remember when that first came out, and I could not figure out how to edit videos, because at that point in time, (laughs) it was like, oh, to edit the stuff uh, on your phone, you had to have, like, an iPhone, like, like, Android didn't really have too much Mm. to it, and now 
Android has more now. Now it's got everything and no app to put your platform on. Except maybe Instagram. Instagram. I would like... IG famous, son. I know. Keep talking about it. But eventually I want to get a new laptop. A new yeah. laptop. Like, I, I don't have a laptop now. I mean, get a laptop mm-hmm. and get a camera. You want this one? Uh, yeah, I'll take it. No. <laughs> um, get some stuff and film things and record stuff and post to Instagram and maybe eventually have a goofy YouTube channel. I don't know. There you go. That'd be pretty cool. I bet people would tune in for that. <sighs> My goofiness. Yes. Goes far away. It's so goofy. Uh, but yeah, so welcome to the show. We've got lots to talk about. We're going to talk about Raw, SmackDown. We've got plenty of hot topics as well. We also have a very special guest. Uh, this guest interview this week from uh, Ring of Honor, Shane Taylor. Woo-woo. So definitely uh, stick around for that one. He's in your house. Well, he's wherever you're listening to this interview. Yep. He's in your house. Okay. In your house. In your house. Oh, that's a lot of people. Not pages. All right. Well, let's dive into Raw. Um, I I got to be honest, I'm exhausted and uh not exhausted from wrestling, not you know, tired of doing the show or anything. I'm just flat out tired. It's yeah, been a, a lot of stuff going on. It's been a long couple of weeks and uh I don't remember a whole lot about Raw, um but I remember that it was a, a better episode than uh I miss certain the past parts few. of it, but like I remember seeing clips through Facebook because WWE posted, like, so Braun said he was cleared, but Braun's not cleared? He's not cleared. And, well, he may be cleared, but uh, supposedly uh, the rumor is is that Vince didn't want him to lose to Brock Lesnar again, which would appear (laughs) him to look weak. So. Uh, Because, and that's what I, that's mm -hmm. what I was thinking. I was like, I told Daniel, I was like, hey, are you ready for Braun to lose to Brock again? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of obvious that that's what would, would have, what would have well, happened. Well, okay. I know Roman's gone. They want Brock for a while. Which I still Whatever. don't understand I why. I don't understand. And like, let Brock go to UFC. I guess he's doing both. But what does it hurt for Braun to be the one to beat Brock? I think at this point, it's too late. I think that ship had sailed. WWE is good at doing that. Yeah. Just waiting too long before they pull the trigger for someone. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're very good at that. Yeah, it's kind of like I think had we're they done do it, what we want. I think they had they done it at Crown Jewel, that would have been fine. And Brock Lesnar still could have been around. They still could have had this match. What would have hurt if if Brock's Brock's Brock has lost to like a new newer talent or up and not up and coming, but like not okay. I'm not. I'm excluding Goldberg because Goldberg beat him. Yeah. That don't count. I'm yeah. talking about like if it was like Roman or uh, Braun. I mean, he has lost Seth. to Roman. He lost to Roman at, at WrestleMania. Like that was the finally oh, this, yeah, this yeah, yeah. journey has come to an end. Thank God it's over. Why did I forget about that? Because uh. it was not very memorable. Yeah. He got the belt off. Because it was like, okay, we all know it's coming. It finally happened. Let's move on with our lives. And then we started to, and then unfortunately the uh, wow, le- leukemia. I still from, can't believe I forgot about that. From Roman Reigns reappeared, and so he had to leave <sighs> again. So they yeah. said, "Oh, well, let's just bring Brock back instead of making a new star in Braun Strowman." Don't know why they didn't go that route. Well, now I mean, instead of Braun losing, it could be Finn. It can be, or could it? We'll discuss that next week Ooh. as we give our I official s- predictions. Still doubt. I doubt it. I well, you know, who knows. 
we'll, the, nose. We'll the nose knows. The nose knows, and we'll talk about that next week. We'll talk about the but nose But this later. week, uh, Braun Strowman ended up chasing uh, Baron Corbin, who was talking smack to him. Chased mm-hmm. him backstage, ended up uh, destroying Vince McMahon's limo. And Vince said, well, I'm going to fine you $100,000 for that. And Braun said, this limo isn't even worth $100,000. So Vince comes and back and says... on Vince. Yes, he did. And uh, no. he uh, So Vince <laughs> comes back and says, oh, you want to be a tough guy, huh? Well, fine. You know that Royal Rumble title match you were having? Well, that's that's gone. You don't get that anymore. That and explains so, it. I missed that part. So yeah. That explains it. So in frustration, Braun then flipped the limo. And he flipped Vince off. And he flipped Vince off. And then he flipped... He flipped the uh, <laughs> the the blocks that were holding the limo in place <laughs> while he tried to flip it, which they clearly got on camera, which, you know, could have been avoided had they panned up just yeah. tad. But all the, like whatever. the stuff they've done with Braun with, when it comes to that and the camera angles and all that stuff. And yeah. Let me throw a grappling hook and uh, pull this little stage <laughs> down. Yeah. Uh, after that, we got to see a tag match between Ronda Rousey and Sasha Banks going up against Nia Jackson Tamina. You know Nia Jackson Tamina, the dominant tag team in the female division, who are on a warpath and destroying everybody. No, they're not. They're losing to everybody who steps in front of them, including a clashing Rousey and Sasha Banks. After yeah. the matchup, um, Rousey and Sasha were interviewed. And I do not like. Rhonda apologizing. Yeah. To, um, it's like, I'm sorry. She should have taken it as, I'm sorry you misunderstood me. That's not what I meant. Because but. that's the one thing I have to complain about Rhonda is. And she's I've trying before, to be friends with everybody. Well, you know, also in the times where she's tough and then she flips it off like mm-hmm. at uh, a, a moment. Yeah. You know, and then she's like, oh, you know, I'm sorry or whatever. And she's like, it doesn't work for me. Well, that was a moment of here's someone that I came out and said that I respected and I felt needs to have a clear shot. She misunderstood me, so I'm going to try and make it up and say, no, that's not what I meant. But Banks took it as, no, I'm I'm offended by this and, you know, I'm not scared of you, mm-hmm. like unlike everybody else. So, um, you know, it's going to further their feud. I'm sure we'll have some kind of face-to-face interaction with them next week. Uh, after that, we got to see the revival going up against Lucha House Party. FTR. FTR, that's right. Throw that hashtag up there. <laughs> um, so the revival ended up getting the, the victory through various means. Um, <laughs> memes. No, not memes. Means. Uh, M-E-A-N-S. Um, so the revival ended up getting the, the victory, but supposedly they're still incredibly unhappy with how they're being treated. There's a there was a report that came out that says that they have supposedly asked for their release. So, with that being said, um, I happen to be following AEW on Instagram, and they posted on their story, hashtag FTR say yeah, which is the beginning of their their theme. Say yeah. We go hard. It could be all real day, thing, all or you know, the Bucks could be teasing something that's mm-hmm. not going to happen, or you never know. Yeah, just throwing the speculation in the I air. Guess we could talk about this. Let's talk about all of it, man. Okay, so <clears throat> I think that'd be interesting if um if they leave 
Yeah. If, well, if they're granted their release. Yes. Because WWE doesn't have to grant their release. Right. They don't have to. They, they have can to. they can do Here's similar the to what they did to, to Rey Mysterio a few I years know, back. Oh, I hope not. Well. I hope not because that was a long time. Mm-hmm. Rey was under contract for a long time and he wasn't used. And, right. But here's the thing. I know that you probably want to stick it to AEW. And we heard rumors of locking down people in contracts and stuff. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. WWE has so many people. It's a like, little overcrowded. It's overcrowded. Like, are you really going to miss, like, the revival in WWE? Right. You got someone that could take their place. Just let them go. Yeah. Just let them go. And here's the thing. The people that are unhappy, which there's some, there, I don't know how many there could be, like, you know, Zack Ryder, mm-hmm. maybe... Um, um, Kurt Hawkins and stuff like that. Yeah. Why not let them go? Yeah. Why not? Because you just want to be they're, a they're, greedy asshole. Well, those guys, you could say they aren't they aren't contributing that much because they're not on TV. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what's the big loss of letting these guys go aside I mean, from them making money somewhere else? You know. Well, they'll probably need people. Okay, you have the top guys that are on top TV, guys. The but, revival. But That's some, right. There's a lot. Of, there's some top people that don't do the house show circuit. Mm-hmm. Maybe they need those people for the house. And the that's house kind of what it is. Show circuit. But they're going out there and they're losing every time. So, you know, for them, it's like, all right, yeah, I'm making money, but I'm not getting to show the world what I can do. Yeah. You know, you're having me go out there and lose every week. Kurt Hawkins known for having a losing streak right now. For yeah. His, for past time when he came back yes yeah so i mean let's go ahead and talk about all the people who are rumored to be wanting to get out is there more than i've heard or it's just maybe um so the revival obviously one of the big ones uh mike and maria canellis have reportedly requested their release saying that they're very unhappy um dolph ziggler is rumored to not want to re-sign with wwe I'll believe it when I see it because yeah. the dude's had a lot of chances and stuff. Yeah, he had he had a chance. What was it last year when he dropped the U.S. belt and then and came back like two weeks later? That little run, and then it drops you like that, dude. Like, and I'm not the biggest Dolph Ziggler fan, but can you mm-hmm. imagine if he does something like an in Independence or AEW or whatever like that? Yeah, people will lose their shit. Mm-hmm. Why are you whispering? I don't know why. Don't okay. Know, baby, don't hear me say okay. shit. Hey, baby. Um, um, just joking. Hey, uh, baby. But I, I have no clue. Like I said, with Dolph, I will believe it when I see it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that's just a number of folks that are possibly going out. And we spoke, you know, we spoke earlier <clears throat> about how, how the roster is overfilled right now. It's overfilled now, but here's some of the people that are going to be returning in the next few months. Sin Cara. Uh, Harper and Rowan, because uh, Rowan's been out with injury since uh, since SummerSlam. Fandango, so you're going to have Brizongo coming back. Um, and I feel like, oh, Kevin Owens, uh, Sami Zayn. So that's that right there, that's six other people to be added back onto the roster. On top of the new superstars who are coming in. Yes. I just feel like if they don't release them, it's because of petty bullshit. Yeah. That's just that's just what I think. Pretty much because I know you want to crush the competition, or I don't even know if they view them as competition. There's rumors of them viewing them as something. They don't mm-hmm. know what yet, but they are 
they're anticipating it. Mm-hmm. If, if it's, they weren't it's creating th- change, is what yes, it's doing. If they weren't a threat to you, you wouldn't even like recognize them. But I mean, yeah, they're do, you know being cautious. Yeah, and I don't know if this is true. I told you this, but I read online that the cons are richer than Vince, possibly you know combined. Combined, yeah, yeah. I mean, the father son duo. That's possible. You know, you, you you've got to have money to own an NFL team. That's for sure. I heard this is this is their third sports adventure. Hmm. I don't know. So they have that football. But I don't know what else they have. I don't know. I don't know much about them. Other me than either. that one guy who looks kind of weird. Yeah. Let me look at the ceiling. Um. <laughs> I need to talk to you. Here's an interview. Uh, <laughs> can you look me in the eye? No. Nope. No. Nope. No. I cannot. Um. But. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. I I want. I want the revival to leave. I want them to be yeah. part of because for the longest time, even though they've gone back and forth on Twitter or whatever, or mm-hmm. you see on YouTube that the young bucks are always and Cody saying fuck the revival yeah. all the time. And I think people want revival versus young bucks, mm-hmm. which if they leave, they will be a different name, but everyone will know. Yeah. Maybe they will be the revived revive the revived alls. <laughs> Because it's going to be weird if, it, if they're a different name and doesn't sound, they don't resemble it or whatever. And they're like, fuck the whatever. And it's like, yeah. no, that's not the same. Fuck I mean, it the will. Revive dolls. Revive dolls. No. It, no matter what they'll do, they'll, they'll be over. Yeah. But maybe that's one of the reasons why they wouldn't want them to go is to have that match on AEW to build hype around it, you know? So maybe they will be petty in that, in that aspect. Of saying no, I don't want to give the fans I'm a reason to tune out of our I programming. Think be petty and keep the revival. Hey. I think they may give Mike and Maria. Y'all can go. Maybe. I mean, they put them on two hundred five live and haven't done anything with them since. I haven't. Well, I haven't been really watching too much. Yeah. But I don't, I don't remember. Seeing, but I mean, they're, I, not they're on in, my news feed and Facebook, yeah. and I'll see all the all the videos mm-hmm. and stuff, and I don't remember seeing it. See, they got so many, much talent. Like, hey. You have people on Raw and SmackDown. Even the people that are not on TV, you have NXT. You have NXT UK. Mm-hmm. You have uh, 205 Live. Mm-hmm. And was there a rumor at one point in time they were going to do like a ladies roster? Supposedly. Ladies show and stuff. And yeah. then like, what was it? Like, oh yeah, we're slowly... Dancing. And they're wanting to Triple open H- up a performance center in India. and Really? That's what that? I heard. <clears throat> so they're going to have a lot of people. And plus... The Performance Center in Orlando, they got so many people they've signed mm-hmm. that they're working on, you know? Yeah. They're snatching up people in the independents. They're snatching up people from other sports mm-hmm. that are maybe done with their sports. They're snatching up people in general who just, they're trying to create, make talent. They're yeah. not from the independents, too. So they have a lot of people just in general. Mm-hmm. So... But but the but the, with the revival though, since they're giving them a little push, I could see them not letting them go. Yeah, they're like, oh no no, we'll give you guys a push, you know. And then once you're happy, we're gonna be like, all right, now whatever. Once the buzz of AEW wears off, then whatever. Yeah. Um, and there was a there was a post on WrestlingNewsForce.com that said that if anyone can provide proof that AEW offered them. A contract of any kind that WWE would not only match what was the offered, but they would double it. So, like, we'll double the money, we'll double 
the the deal. Who said this? Or what was there this? was a report that came out. It was on wrestlingnewsforce.com. <clears throat> so go there if you want to check the sources and all that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, just AEW making the, these announcements and these signings alone have certainly cre- caused a bit of chaos because WWE. Like you said, they're, they've taken so much talent out of the pool already. You've got Ring of Honor making signings. Uh, they recently signed Hot Sauce, Tracy Williams, and PJ Black to new ROH contracts. Um, and then you've got uh, poor Ivelisse. I don't know if you saw the story on her. Um, she's basically being held hostage by Lucha Underground, who is not letting her free from her contract. She's well, like, I know she's doing other stuff because she was doing the ladies' night out for ROW. Right. But it's something that can't be, like, televised. Mm. <laughs> so, even though... So, this has people shook. Which, okay, also, <clears throat> I know ROH and New Japan are working together. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was said that... You know, Chris Jericho signed with AEW. Yeah. There, he wants to have some sort of deal with New Japan because he wants to still wrestle certain matches. He, I know he wants to fight Tanahashi. <clears throat> yeah. And that's supposedly Japan. the deal that AEW is granting. They're like, dude, if you want to go and wrestle somewhere else, you can. So there's, there's, uh, oh, what's the name of the contracts? Non, um, non competitive? Oh, no. I forgot the names of it. One where you can be exclusive oh, to yeah. this brand. Mm-hmm. There's one where you're not exclusive, where you can just come and wrestle for it's a little while. Like a while. free agent <clears throat> kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of free agents, former Lucha Underground star Shane Strickland, a.k.a. Killshot, announced that he's a free agent. So he's looking for a hmm. place to go right now, too. Come to my house. Come on over. Let's hang out. Let's hang out, Killshot. <laughs> be good. Uh, but going back over to Raw, we had uh, Vince McMahon come out and he was going to announce the number one contender, but he was interrupted by John Cena, who was then interrupted by Drew McIntyre, who was then interrupted by Baron Corbin, who was then interrupted by Finn Balor. And as I was watching it, I'm like, dude, Vince McMahon should be like pissed off. You know, like, why are y'all coming out here and interrupting me? What's the deal? Like, I understand Cena saying, you know, I told you many years ago, give me an opportunity and I won't let you down. I'm doing that here today. But still, you're interrupting the boss. Maybe he didn't want to be interrupted. What are you doing? That's quite a big, big gamble. Um, And then for Vince to single out Finn Balor saying, well, you know, you just don't have enough meat on you or whatever it was that he said. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't know. So, I didn't really care for it. I know it just it just led to uh, a fatal four. Led into a fatal four way, which Jinder Mahal then said, "Hey, you know, I was supposed to have a match with Brock Lesnar. Give me a shot." So he said, "Okay, pick whoever Vince, you want to fight." Yeah, Vince said, "Pick whoever you, you want to fight. If you, you win, you get their spot." Yeah, and so he picked Finn Balor. Uh, but before that match happened, we got to see the Raw debut for Nikki Cross as she teamed up with Bailey and Natalia to go up against the Riot Squad. Um, so it was said <clears throat> during that night, those stars they've been promoting from NXT will be on Raw and SmackDown for a little bit. Yes. Until, oh, well, okay, until it's there. decided which brand they're yes, going to be but, on. So people get to know them. Yeah. That's what they said. Blah, blah, blah. And here's how we got to know some of the stars. EC3 was standing in a line. Yep. Um, uh, heavy Machinery. Came uh, out during Alexa Bliss. 
Yeah, during that segment. <clears throat> that was and weird. That was very weird. Lacey, Lacey Evans was in the back yeah, talking to Talking Michael backstage. To someone else. <clears throat> no Lars. No Lars. So, don't know what happened there. And then Nikki Cross had a match in which she, she got a little bit of shine, but she didn't get the pin. So, she didn't get the shine, get the cool shoe shine. That's right. 19-2000. I like it. Um, so, here's here's some of the issues that I've got. One, okay, you're going to introduce Nikki Cross. I'm fine with that. But you didn't let her get the pin. You know, that's that's a small small issue that I have. Another issue I have is that backstage, Bailey and Natalia were bickering with one another. The Riot Squad, who are supposed to be a cohesive unit, challenged them to a match. And then they had the third wild card being Nikki Cross. So you have this wild cohesive card, unit going going up against bickering wild cards who shouldn't be able to work together. And guess who wins? Not the cohesive unit. So once again, the Riot Squad is taking a loss, making them look incredibly weak. You know, it, I just... They're tough in their own right. Smash. Smash. I just didn't um, like it. Yeah, Riot Squad. It's like no one comes trapped. out looking good in that one. Not even yeah. Nikki Cross, and it's her raw debut. I don't, I don't know what to tell you on that. Man. I don't know either. Uh, after that, we got to see Finn Balor going up against Jinder Mahal. It was an okay match. Uh, Finn Balor ended up getting the victory. The crowd was certainly he attacked hot for him it. right before the match. Yeah, Jinder did attack Finn um, prior to the match. And Jinder, Jinder, Chicken, Jinder, Chicken, Jinder. Um. After that, we got to see a triple threat match for the Intercontinental Championship. Dean Ambrose going up against Seth Rollins and Bobby Lashley. I thought this match was fun. Um, I was, I, to be honest with you, I was excited because in my mind, I was like, I want Bobby to win yeah? this damn match. And, like, I know they tease, like, okay, uh, Seth and um, Dean, let's, let's fight against Bobby and then Dean and... Uh, Bob or Dean was that trying to get strange Bob- bedfellows yeah, thing. Yeah, Dean was trying to get Bobby. About. Let's let's fight Seth, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, to to be a Dean Ambrose match with I mean with two other guys, I was I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a fun match. Yeah, they they had good chemistry with with one another. Yeah, I can't believe it. This he's never won Intercontinental title, Bobby Lashley. But if you yeah. remember, like he was like a U.S. champ. I think U.S. ECW. Main champion, right? Mm. One point in time, maybe world heavyweight for a little think, bit. I don't think it was WWE. Pretty sure he wasn't. I'm I'm enjoying him really not talking and letting Leo Rush do the stuff and just being. You gonna get a shirt? No, says the Almighty. And Lashley, yeah. Lashley, Lashley, Lashley. But um, <laughs> that's good that he got the Intercontinental title, and they yeah they all three did a good job. Yeah. So, the question is, are we... Well, no, because they ruled out the automatic rematch clauses, so we won't see Bobby Lashley versus Dean Ambrose. Is that weird to you? It is very strange. I guess to do... To see it in the business for so long, the automatic rematch clause or whatever champion who loses gets a chance to gain it back. Don't worry. Give it time. Maybe years from now, they're like... We're gonna bring back rematch clauses because you know how WWE is wishy washy. Well, about it's not even things. that. What drives me nuts is like, oh, we've done away with rematch clauses. You're gonna have to earn it, and guess who earns it? That exact person. So it's kind of just like, why go through the process if we're just gonna get to the same area, just two steps behind? 
It's just I don't know. It doesn't man. make sense. Anyways, uh, after that, we got to see a moment of bliss with Alexa. That was a weird segment. It was very strange. Um, we did get to see the unveiling of the women's tag titles, which that was a nice surprise. Titles were all right. They looked, yeah, they looked fine. Um, so we found out that the the titles will be crowned. The winners will be crowned at Elimination Chamber. That's cool. So we're going to get to see history being yes, made Yes, but there. we don't know who is participating. Right. What we do know is that three teams from Raw, three teams from SmackDown will fight in an Elimination Chamber, and the winner of that match will be crowned the Let's name somebody new. if you could think about it. Okay, we've got Nia. Nia and, and Tamina. Tamina. Sasha and Bailey. You think they're going to do that? Maybe. No, because if... I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Sasha is getting the championship at Royal Rumble. Mm. I think they, this is sort of one of those hold-off matches to get to Elimination Chamber. Riot Squad. Two of the Riot yeah, Squad. Yeah, that'll probably be the third. What about the third Mandy team. Rose and Sonya Deville? That'll be one of your SmackDowns. So that's four we named, right? Huh? We named four. Yeah, that's four teams. Um, hmm. Who's on SmackDown? <laughs> Carmella and Naomi, maybe Charlotte and Oscar, Charlotte and Becky. Oh, the Iconics. Oh yeah, that could be your third. Yeah, well, I think they should win. I completely forgot about that. The Iconics should win. Now one more for Raw. I can see that happening. No, we covered them. Oh six. Yeah. Oh, so Sasha Bailey. Um, <laughs> Good luck. Good name Morgan. <laughs> yeah, Riot Squad. You know what? Just go back a few <laughs> seconds and listen to it. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so Paul Heyman came out and talked about the upcoming match and the Fatal Four Way and how he's not too concerned with most of the folks, especially John Cena, because that's what that's where uh, Suplex City bitch got its name. <laughs> uh, not worried about Finn Balor. Not worried about. You know, whatever that stuff Aaron and Corbin. heavy machinery heavy, heavy machinery comes out and uh, um, Otis yeah Dozovic yeah Dozovic D- yeah Dozer Otis. good old Dozer. Otis talking that gibberish hey, hey what, what's going on hey, hoop nugget <laughs> um, yeah, hoop nugget yeah <laughs> here's a question what was your thought about the uh, backstage segment with Alexa Bliss and the coffee boy or whatever it was. I don't get it. Why Supposedly they they're trying to bring back some of the sex appeal a little bit. Look, we don't want to go back, okay? Yeah, let's make progress. Let's, let's make go progress. Forward like women kicking ass. Like that's well, that's that's what the whole Mandy Rose segment was supposed to be for SmackDown. It was like giving people a reason to talk. Oh my God, you see this moment? I think it, it, that worked though. I mean, with like her trying to tempt mm-hmm. Jay or whatever. Yeah, and. Getting, there's a point. I mean, whatever. But yeah. there's a way to do it, to and there's a way not more, to do it. More. Let's SmackDown was Alexa a, to do it, and then this person. SmackDown to do it. was a decent way to do it. Raw, not so much. Yeah, you know. And if you watch that guy, he was still looking. Looked back and looked again. I'm like, dude, just put the coffee down. Put the coffee get down. Get the. Shouldn't f- even out. walked in. Yeah. Shame on you. Knocked and just because you don't hear anyone, and you just walk right in. Shame on you. So, anyways, we go to the Fatal Four Way match. And this was a lot of fun. The crowd was certainly hot for it. Um, Finn Balor ends up getting the victory after I'm pinning John lie. Cena. I kind of thought 
even though it had been a weird combo, I kind of thought uh, McIntyre yeah. was going to get it. I feel like they're saving a face for McIntyre. I feel like I feel like 2019 is going to be McIntyre's year. Uh, they're just waiting for a guy to take the belt off of Brock so that Brock can leave for a while and Drew McIntyre will be waiting in the wing. Who knows, man? Who knows? So Finn Balor is your new number one contender. A lot of people are questioning, are we going to see the Demon? Or is it just going to be regular Finn? I would say Demon for that match. Yeah. You know, they also... I think it's all going to depend on if Finn's going to win or not. Also, there was rumors that a while back that it was like, who's going to face Brock before Rivers. who faced him? And Finn Balor was a name that was tossed out there. Yeah. And now this is the first ever Universal Champion. Why not? This will still be better than Dean Ambrose versus Brock Lesnar. Yes, certainly will. So that takes us over to SmackDown. Um, kick things off. Becky Lynch pulling up in her car. The man. The man. The, when the man arrives. Um, she interacted with New Day and Heavy Machinery who were making pancake yeah. pancake shakes, protein shakes. <laughs> and, pancake uh, shakes. That was weird. <laughs> um, I like the fact that she was like, man, that's, it's, a, it's a bit weak, guys. Y'all can pump up the, the protein a little harder. Um, <laughs> so she goes out to the, to the arena and uh, is interrupted <laughs> by Asuka, who are then interrupted by the Iconics. So that set up a match. Becky Lynch versus Pey- Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce. Um, Becky Lynch ends up getting the victory, and that leads into Asuka versus Billy Kay. Asuka gets the win. That whole segment wasn't really a whole lot to take away from it. It's just building towards their upcoming match uh, at the Rumble. After that, we got to see AJ Styles uh, in the concession stand area saying it's okay to eat hot dogs and it's okay to buy merch and you know consume all you want consumers because we need your money um no that's not what he said uh, but daniel bryan ends up attacking aj styles uh he was wearing a hoodie so we couldn't we couldn't see who he was who was that guy um but aj ended up standing tall after that segment so because he stood on a ladder yes uh, i did see a comment that said we're probably going to see like a falls count anywhere match or some kind of no dq because they've had this segment you know dana bryan in the concession stand area and now aj styles doing concession stand so maybe they're going to have a moment where they're fighting around the ring and that'll just make it a little more special for the rumble which who knows we'll see um after that the usos were backstage having a photo session and uh jimmy received the package and he's like all right it must be an early anniversary gift sweet Turns out, no, it's the key to Mandy Rose's hotel room. And Jay's like, dude, what are you going to do? You know what I thought they were going to do? And I know they wouldn't do this in this PG area, but what was that movie where they're interviewing that lady with the dress and she, like, folds her Basic instinct. Yeah. I thought they were going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) And they could have. Yeah. That could have been a time when they did that. But anyways, so rather than... Going forth and back, back and forth, forth and back. Um, let's go ahead and talk about this segment because Jimmy Uso, you know, he's conflicted. What do I do? He didn't like, really show that he was conflicted that much. He was whenever he got to the hotel room because we didn't see Naomi. Yeah. And it's like, oh, man, is he going to go in? Is it a trap? What's going to happen? Is he going there what to try do, and What do you say? I can't do this. Is yeah. What he said? So basically, he ends up walking into the hotel room. Mandy, and, and here's, you know me. 
Did you notice anything about this segment? Camera angles? There you go. You know me so well. Those gosh darn camera angles and how they changed three or four different times. And we've got an extreme close up. And oh, God, it was so bad. It was so badly shot. It was so terrible. What? Was it better than the elevator? Yes. Yes. I will say it was better than the elevator. Better than AJ fighting Shane where those cars are and there's a camera inside the car. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> but also and the, and before we get to the hotel, there's a scene where uh Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville are talking to one another and Sonya's like, "Dude, you're playing a dangerous game." She's like, "Oh no, I'm just I'm just trying to ruin Naomi. Like, I don't, you know, I I despise her so much that I'm going to break up her marriage. Mm-hmm. Like, it has nothing to do with Jimmy. Like, I don't care about him. Like, I just want to, <laughs> I just want to end her marriage. You're gonna fuck her, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna bang your husband <laughs> to prove a point. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like a dentist thing. You know, he would like yeah. get with someone to, yeah, just to get back at somebody. Yeah. Like sleeping with a waitress. Yeah. Get back at Charlie. Yeah. Um, so, so, anyways, so we know that Mandy has no <laughs> intent to actually do this. Hmm. So we go back to the hotel room, and Jimmy's like, hold up. You got you to gotta stop this. Like, I can't. We can't do this. It's not right. You're wrong for this. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere from the bathroom is a photographer taking pictures because Mandy Rose is in her lingerie. I rolled my eyes. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. And what cracks me up is that, like, everyone's, like, like, ogling Mandy Rose for, like, being in lingerie. It's basically her wrestling attire, but it's black. Yeah. Yep. You know, like, and people are like, oh, my God, there's a picture of her in a towel. I'm like... She's more covered up in a towel <laughs> than being in her wrestling attire. Those people, their imaginations. It, it is. They're That's what the it is. They're like, oh, oh my God, there's nothing underneath she's that towel. She's naked that. Dang it. She's got the gold shorts all along. Damn it. Son of a... No. Piss. Uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> piss and shit. Uh, <laughs> yep. That's it. So, uh, so, Jimmy is like, all right, I'm out of here. You know, like, you're you're messing with me and she's like yeah i don't want i don't want you i just want to get back at your wife i want to bang your wife i want to bang your wife instead (laughs) no that is not what she said she did not say that uh i have a joke that could play towards that but i'm not gonna say okay um ah fuck it sonia wants to (laughs) anyways (laughs) if you know why then you get it anyways (laughs) so jimmy leaves and we immediately get a close-up of Mandy going, oh, whoa, wait a second. Lo and behold, there's Naomi. She appeared in the, of nowhere. In the hotel room. In the hotel room. She's she gonna, took her earrings off yeah, and she's was like, snatch her bald. fuck you up. So they brawl in the hotel room and uh, they make sure not to break anything because yeah. they don't know who's going to pay for all yes. the damages. Um, <laughs> of course, Mandy Rose is going to have to pay for it. It's her, yeah. It's yeah. her hotel room, right? Yeah. Um, so it turned out to be a trap so that Naomi could get Mandy Rose, uh, by herself. And so they brawl, but, uh, Mandy Rose manages to escape barefoot. (laughs) So no feet, no feet. And she didn't get to bang Jimmy. She didn't get to bang Jimmy. No, she did not. Um, so that was one of the big stories of SmackDown because it had like 
four or five segments. So that took up a lot of time. Um, also on SmackDown, we got to see Samoa Joe was supposed to have a match with Mustafa Ali, but he attacked, but Samoa Joe attacked Mustafa Ali prior to their match getting started. And, uh, it was pretty brutal. That's pretty quick. So they're, they, I guess they leave it Andrade. You know, they're doing, I thought they were doing Andrade and oh, you're just going straight Mustafa. Oh, yeah. But now now they're doing... Well, Andrade's got other fish to fry. Well, now Ray, but they yeah. teased Mustafa. Yeah. And on, and they Andre, might go back to Andrade. That. But now they're doing Samoa Joe and Mustafa. Yeah. Yeah. Because Andrade had to face Ray Mysterio this week. Yeah, that so makes sense. sense. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, the, the, the beatdown is pretty nice. Um, it's certainly one of those underdog moments for Mustafa Ali. Help him. Mustafa Ali is sub-zero. He wants to be. He certainly tries to appear to be. Uh, so, I mean, that was a cool moment. But let's talk about the match of the night, match of the week. Really good performance. Andrade, no longer Cien Almas. So, just Andrade going up against Ray How Mysterio. How do you know? They, they just, I didn't see that They part. just cut it out. Yeah. We'll get used to it, but I like it'll take Andrade seeing almost like Alexander Rusev and Antonio Cesaro and but he Madonna uh, Alexander Rusev was that name stopped before he got to the main roster. Antonio Cesaro was on the main roster, yeah, and then they just went to Cesaro. That is true. And Prince Devitt, yeah, people know him. <laughs> um, also, John Cena. Now they just call him Juan Cena. Juan Cena. C. See you, poor prototype. Prototype. You ain't got no head. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about this match. It was great. It was an excellent TV sh- match. Like this was a pay per view worthy match. Um, started off slow, which I knew it was going to, which I was totally okay with because the length of the match. You know, you got to start slow. You can't just go. 90 miles an hour. Balls for, to the wall. Yeah, you can't go balls to the wall the whole time. Uh, this matchup was great. Excellent counters. Excellent moves. Um, it was great. I loved it. Uh, I'm I'm okay. I watched some parts of it. I'm okay with uh, Selena Vegas costing Rey Mysterio the match so that Andrade could get the victory uh, because they're heels. That's what they do. They cheat mm-hmm. to win. Um, so both both competitors came off looking like a star. And, you know, Rey Mysterio, a legend in his own right. And this was a great win for Andrade. Yep. So I have no issues with Andrade getting the victory via nefarious means. Via satellite. Via satellite. Um, I really had an issue with the fact that this was not the main event of the night. Like, I really felt like the Miz Shane stuff was going to be earlier in the night and that the Andrade... Mysterio match would have been the main event because after that everything kind of just like slowed down. Yeah. Um, you know, we got the Miz Shane O'Mac birthday celebration, which is meh, who got interrupted by the bar and that got turned into a match between Miz and Sheamus and the Miz ended up get, getting the win and then uh, Shane O'Mac hitting the coast to cake I think, on did he hurt himself? Cause he was That's looking. what I was wondering, too. Like he, he got up and was holding his hip. I think he landed awkwardly or something. Yeah. And, and uh, he definitely that seemed to hurt himself. That wasn't even a good coast-to-coast. Coast. No. The cake barely hit him. Yeah. He missed. But <laughs> not to mention Miz was holding it the wrong way. I don't, yeah. I don't know so if that, they're going to do something. So that to, Shane's feet went into the cake yeah. that went into Shane. I don't know if they're going to eventually lead to, like, Miz turning on Shane. Or I don't Shane know where they're Miz. going with I it. I really don't. Like, I don't want to see it coming, like, 
let them be a tag <laughs> team champion for a while, champions for a while, and then like, yeah. and let Shane be like at one point like, okay, I'm done. Shane turns. Well, no, but like one one point, be like, okay, I'm done. Don't have either guy turn. Yeah. Ooh, a risk taker. Shane's like, you know what? We're gonna forfeit or something. Like, I'm not. Yeah, doing we've this done thing. all that there can be. Yeah. We've beaten everybody. Okay, because the turns are obvious, you know. Yeah. So that pretty much does it for SmackDown. So really cool stuff. You're listening to a special interview segment for the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. Okay, folks, joining us on the show today, Ring of Honor superstar Shane Taylor. Shane, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're certainly happy you could uh, you could join us today. For all things Shane Taylor, you can follow him on Twitter at <laughs> Shane216Taylor. And, uh, of course, he's here to promote Ring of Honor. Going to be coming to Texas with the Road to G1 Supercard. Yeah. Dallas, January 24th. Houston, of course, January 25th. And San Antonio on January 26th. Tickets are still available via Ticketmaster. Or if you're a member of the Honor Club, you can stream the shows online. So, Shane, I know with you being from Texas, uh, how does it feel getting to perform in front of some of your hometown fans? Oh, it's going to be great. Uh, Texas fans are some of the best in the world. They're so energetic. They're so passionate. And to be able to step on a stage um, like Ring of Honor in front of uh, my home state fans now is uh, is something that I'm really looking forward to doing. I've been able to do it a few times now, and it's always been special. And uh, I uh, anticipate it being the exact same way come this uh, come the 25th and 26th, 27th. I'm certainly looking forward to that. Hopefully, we'll be able to to get to the show as well. Um, but you know, getting a little bit into your career, what what inspired you to pers- pursue a career in wrestling? as opposed to boxing or MMA? Well, um, at first, I wanted to play football, but then after going with my dad to a few shows, uh, namely uh, shows at the Richfield Coliseum, uh, there was a show there uh, where Kerry Von Erich went up against the Warlord, and uh, it went to a double countout, but just uh, the vibe that they sent throughout the building and, and the way uh, they had everybody reacting just had me hooked um and ever since then uh i i knew it was something that uh i really wanted to do very cool and you know you've you've made it very clear to everyone in the ring of honor locker room that if anyone needs a uh, a problem solved you're the man for the job and uh we actually mm-hmm. had one of our listeners uh submit a question about that wondering what kind of problems outside of the ring have you helped solved was it helping someone change a tire unclog a drain bail someone uh out of jail huh. or did you <laughs> simply check out the hook while dj re- revolves it uh no uh, hook checking uh but uh <laughs> the uh <laughs> The um, that that more deals with uh, things things in my past, and I've just and I've uh, discussed that on numerous interviews. Um, used to not always be the same guy that I am now, and I credit you know um, having my daughter and, and and my wife now for sort of changing things around for me. But um, I had everything to do with uh, just uh, being on the wrong side of things, and now that. I am where I am. It's uh, the sort of constant battle to stay on the straight and narrow and uh, stay away from things in my past. So that's, that's essentially where all, all of that comes from. Um, a, lot, a lot of people, especially c- coming from places like Cleveland, where I come from, uh, have to make those choices and have to live in sort of survival mode. And um, 
people that come from those backgrounds that see me perform and know that sort of struggle, uh, really, my character resonates with them because it's something that they go through daily. Definitely. And uh, speaking of overcoming adversity, uh, it's been noted that you've actually lost some quite a bit of weight recently. So first off, congratulations mm-hmm. on that. And uh, second, what did what did you change about your day to day to to help drop the pounds? Uh, just uh, smarter with smart smarter with the diet. Um, road road life is kind of tough, you know. Especially you know you're on you're on the road late, um, and there's not really that much stuff open. You can't really get to like healthy options so so just learning to pack meals and, and learning to do different things that i know um are going to keep me in the kind of shape that i need to be in to uh perform at to, excuse me to perform at my best we know we, that you recently got a, a contract extension through uh through ring of honor for the year uh, what was your initial reaction to being told that you'd been added to the ring of honor roster uh for my original contract or are you talking about the a extension that i just signed um, let's do both. Whenever you first first joined Ring of Honor, and then uh, now that you've signed an extension, uh, when I first signed it, it was sort of surreal. You know, I knowing the history of Ring of Honor and um, the guys that have come through before me, uh, guys like Samoa Joe and Brian Danielson and Nigel McGuinness and all the names that people are familiar with. Um, knowing what that leg, knowing what that legacy means, and knowing what. Um, the history means to be able to be a part of that. Um, when I first signed it, I, uh, sat back for about 10, 15 minutes or so and really just sat there holding it in my hand. Cause it was, uh, a moment that I'd worked so hard for. Um, and me and some of my best friends had talked about for years and it was finally, you know, right, right there in my hand. So, um, it was a surreal moment then, and now being under an exclusive deal now, the same sort of feeling still applies because now I know uh, that they see value in me uh, and value in what I do, um, and they think that I can be an integral part of the company going forward. So um, there's a lot of pride in that for me, and there's a lot of uh, emphasis for me to prove them right. What is your goal in ROH for, uh, for 2019? Uh, my goal is to take over the company. My goal is uh, <laughs> Heck yeah. to be the number one guy in Ring of Honor uh, with the guys we have. We have there, you look at guys like Jeff Cobb and the Briscoes and the Kingdom with Matt Taven and, you know, all the additions that we've added, you know, Haskins and Bandito and now uh, Bruce we've just signed. So um, there's a lot of talent there. There's a lot of competition there, but um, I don't do anything in my life to be second place. So, uh, my, my goal is still to be the number one guy in ring, in ring of honor. And that starts by winning championships. So, uh, every single championship that's up for grabs is in my line of sight. Namely, of course, uh, the ring of honor world television title currently held by Jeff Cobb. So, um, I, I've got a bit of unfinished business with him and I plan on taking care of that very, very soon. Absolutely, nice. we've uh, we've got to see Jeff Cobb in action a few times uh, in person, and that's a that's a mountain of a man. So, how do you uh, prepare to go against someone like that? I mean, with a guy with a skill set like Cobb, you just have to be very smart about uh, what you do in the ring. You know, he's a very strong guy. He's a very athletic guy as well. So, uh, in in times where you think you're safe from danger, you're not really safe from him. You know, he can do 
you know, standing boon sauce and things of that sort. So the guy is, you know, he's incredible and I'll give him his due. I just have to make sure that instead of worrying about how to defend what he's doing, I concentrate on being effective in my offense uh, with my striking uh, and the things that I do and the ability that I have. As long as I worry about what I'm going to do, then uh, I think I'll be okay. That's awesome. Um, I know, like you said, you want to go against Jeff Cobb again, but is there anyone else in the company that you haven't or that you have fought before that you want to go against again? Jay Lethal. Um, Like I said, uh, I don't do anything to be second place, and Jay Lethal right now is the Ring of Honor world champion. He is the number one guy in the company. So uh, you want those chances to be in the ring with guys that are better than you, uh, that are ahead of you on the roster, so to speak. So um, anytime that you can get in there with the man and test yourself and, and see where you're at, you should always take those chances. So um, I'm anxiously, anxiously looking forward to another match with Jay Lethal. And I know this is a, a bit topical, but it is uh, certainly making headlines around the uh, the wrestling community right now with the announcement of mm-hmm. uh, All Elite Wrestling. I got to wonder what mm-hmm. what's what's your thoughts on it. What do you what do you feel like the vibe is in the locker room? Do you do you guys view them as competition, or do you more focus on on your own craft and wish them the best of luck? Like what what's what's the vibe? What's the mindset? Yeah, as far as the locker room goes, you know, it, it's full steam ahead for us as as normal. You know, we're used to guys leaving. We're used to guys coming in. Uh, every year, guys leave. And every year, guys do their own thing. So, Ring of Honor doesn't really reset. We just reload, you know. So, um, best of luck to them, you know, in all their endeavors. It's uh, good to see for the professional wrestling business for more guys to get jobs and more guys to get work and make cash. So, that's a great thing. Um and best of luck to them going forward. You know, uh, competition uh, only brings out the best in people. So uh, we could look forward to a lot of great shows, a lot of great, you know, uh, characters, and, and a lot of great uh, stories going forward from all the companies out there because we all have to step our game up. Absolutely. Uh, now, going into more of your personal life, I know you, you mentioned that you do have mm-hmm. a, a daughter that has changed your life. Uh, what are some of the... Uh, mm-hmm. What are some of the bigger influences in, in your life and what's made some of your life decisions? Oh, um, the, uh, my dad has been one, you know, uh, growing up on the east side of Cleveland, Ohio, seeing a guy like him not only leave the military but go to work every single day, tired, hurt, sick, you know, it didn't matter. Uh, it was just always there to provide for us, for me and my brothers, and uh, that work ethic was instilled in me. Uh, the women that I've had in my life from uh, all of my aunts to my mom before she before she passed, my wife now just uh, sort of guiding me along the way. Uh, some of my best friends in the world, guys like Keith Lee, guys like Ray Rowe, you know, guys like Jack Stain, just along my career, just guiding me on the path that I need to be, that I need to be on. Excuse me. Um, I give credit to Ray Rowe for so many things in my career because if it wasn't for him. I probably wouldn't be in the ring of honor. Um, I, I may not even be wrestling at all. So um, he deserves a lot of that credit. Uh, and, and my job now is just to um, capitalize on the opportunities that all those people have given me and make sure I, I make them proud by what I do. 
you know, going a, a little bit into your personal life, you know, uh, you, you spend a lot of time on the road going uh, to, to different wrestling shows, different different promotions. Um, but what do you like to do in your spare time aside from, you know, hitting the gym or, or spending time with your family? Are you a comic book guy, a video game? Do you like sports? Like what, you know, what, what, what do you like to do in your spare time? Of it. Video games is it, man. I, I, I was actually <laughs> playing 2K basketball before you guys called. So, nice, um, nice, nice. <laughs> the uh, that's that's what does it for me. It, it, it's just I'm a competitor, so I love to just compete in just about anything. Um, and so that does it for me. From you know playing Black Ops to Madden to uh, 2K to anything else. Um, that's cool. That usually takes up the rest of the time. If I'm not at the gym or on the road or doing stuff with the family. That's usually what you can find me doing. And, uh, I, I know a lot of people are like, Oh, well games, I go, look, there are a lot of other vices that I, that I could have, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not out drinking, I'm not out smoking, <laughs> I'm not out gambling, I'm not out partying. I'm right here. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. Video games, not the worst thing to be game. doing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, cool. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I'm certainly looking forward to uh, the Road to G1 Supercard, like I said, taking place in Dallas on January 24th, Houston, January 25th, San Antonio on the 26th. Tickets are still available via Ticketmaster, or if you want to stream it online, just be part of the Ring of Honor Honor Club. Uh, You can stream the shows there. And uh, for all things Shane Taylor, you can follow him on Twitter at Shane216Taylor. Do you have Instagram or anything like that 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 you might want to plug? Yes, sir. Uh, Instagram as well at Shane216Taylor and also uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash ShaneTaylor all lowercase if you're in the merch buying mood. A lot of great t-shirt designs on there and uh, ROHWrestling.com as well. You can check out the Pro Shop and get in uh, that Knockouts for Everybody t-shirt that's up there. Want to thank all of you guys for your support uh, and we're going to have a great year this year. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Thanks again so much. Thank you. Yes, sir. And take care. Bye, Shane. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. And we certainly want to thank Shane Taylor for coming on the yes. show. Looking forward to uh, to Ring nice of Honor guy, heading to the yeah. area. Um, since we pretty much covered all the hot topics, let's talk uh, Let's talk entertainment buzz, man. Okay. Um, you and I got to go see Dragon Ball Broly yeah. uh, yesterday. Um, has this <laughs> pros and cons? Yeah. The um, Man, the graphics are... Or everywhere. <laughs> it's like... 2D to 3D to yeah, CGI. It's like, yeah, it's like also the energy blast and stuff. The camera follows it, and it's just like everywhere. And it's like, eh. It was a lot to follow. It was a lot to follow. Um, it was okay. It, it was okay. I mean, it, it, it follows after the Tournament of Power. What did Noah think? Because I didn't even hear... I think he liked it more than we did. Okay. To be honest with you, yeah. But um, things just didn't make sense. Certain little things that make sense because they're acting like Broly is. I mean, took Goku to his limit mm-hmm. and stuff. Which to me, that was nothing compared to the tournament of power with Jiren yeah. and stuff. And they teased a little bit. They teased quite instinct, a bit. Instinct, but um, it just didn't make sense to me. Even when Frieza. <laughs> and Broly Have fun, stuff. Frieza. That was funny. What? <laughs> but like, because Frieza at one point in Super held his own with uh, destruction energy. Mm-hmm. So at one point, not 
not later on, but still, I, I don't know. Yeah. It was all right, and it's right, but they left it open for if they come back in, uh, in the series and stuff like that. So, yeah. all right. Not amazing like certain parts in Super. So Yeah. So, I mean, it was enjoyable, but I wouldn't be missing anything if I didn't watch it again. So, uh, I know we also got... we're You and I have getting extremely hyped for Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, my gosh. So, I guess uh, we can relate this to WWE because Ronda Rousey is, is voicing Blade. Sonya... Uh, yeah. Blade. Sonya which Blade. Is... I almost said Sonya Deville. <laughs> 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 got to learn to break that Mandy habit. Rose. Um, yeah, Mandy Rose. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she's in there, too. That's incredible. Um, I How saw pull that online off? that... Xavier and some other W superstars. They went Kofi to and uh, reveal Zelina Vega. Yeah, so and that's so funny because Zelina was dressed as Jade and Ronda um, was dressed as Sonya. Yeah, and then uh, Xavier was Shao Kahn. What? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and Kofi was there, but I forget who he was dressed up as. I'm about to find that. I think it was like a giant wizard or something. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, this takes place after nine exactly. Uh, you mean ten? I meant ten. My yeah. bad. I want to say nine. Uh, but, so I have to go back and rewatch some stuff. But mm-hmm. ten was fun, but there are certain parts I really didn't like. I don't know, like how there's two factions of bad guys that are fighting. It was <laughs> kind of like a turf war thing. And I It is a turf war. I know people, I, I know people are trying to fight for Outworld and stuff like that, but... In my opinion, I like Shao Kahn more than Kotal Kahn. Yeah. Um, and I didn't like that, that bug lady. I forgot the Devor. Uh, oh, yeah. The bug lady. I and forgot Tora and Pharaoh, the, the the big ogre guy with the little thing. Mm-hmm. Some of the new characters I liked. Like, I loved Aaron Black. Yeah. But. Um, Aaron Black. But no. Um, what about Freddy Krueger? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those don't count. Jason. Jason. Predator. Leatherface. Yeah. Kratos. Um. He was in the older one. Oh yeah. Okay, so so this takes place. This is awesome because apparently, uh, I forgot the uh, the lady's name. The new the, like uh, the time travel person or whatever uh, who can no not idea. time travel, but she can stop time, reverse time, and all that stuff. I forgot her name. Put her thing but, down, flip it, and reverse it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but even Ed Boone said that like. They're going to be going through the timelines and stuff like that. So there's going to be like older incarnations fighting the younger incarnations. Timeline? Timeline. Time is not linear. It is circular. That's why all clocks are round, sir. (laughs) (laughs) So that's going to be interesting. Bonus points to anyone who knows that quote. (laughs) That'll be interesting. I'm really pumped for this. It's in the trailer you see. Young, so much gore. Yeah, so much gore, man. Young Liu Kang, uh, the current Liu Kang when he's dead and he's evil. Dude, um, spoilers. Well, that's in the trailer. That's not spoilers. <laughs> um, For those of you who haven't played 10, older get out there and play 10. Raiden, the current Raiden. Uh, Badass Raiden. Oh, my gosh. It's just it's so awesome. Go look there at the trailer. Go look at the reveals. Death. Go look at uh, certain characters, their reveals. And get hyped! Yeah, there's... That comes out, what, April 23rd? Yeah. Um, nice. There's that for at that time. That's a month before my birthday. And then her... Uh, there's a guy that works for her, whatever his name is. Uh, Garrus? No, I don't know. Don't quote me. I'm not reading it right now, so I don't know. Um, so More Raiden's, details to follow. Yeah, on Raiden's one. in it. 
uh, Sub Zero, Scorpion, Baraka, Liu Kang, Baraka, Kung Lao, Scarlet, and is uh, Scarlet a new character? Uh, she was a DLC in one ga- another game, but then there's another game that she was in. Like she was a nine. I don't know if she was DLC, mm. but she was in the story. Oh, okay. So she controls blood. Yeah, that's all that. Yeah. That's pretty nuts. Sonya Blade. They didn't confirm Johnny Cage. Well, he died. Did he? Yeah. At the start of the second movie. when That doesn't <laughs> count. I was like, I don't remember him dying Johnny! in the last game. You know what? I was actually bummed about that because I really liked Johnny Cage. And yeah. I the second one, I was like, what the fuck? Why did Johnny die? $500 Snapped sunglasses, his asshole. And that was a different actor, too. That wasn't yeah, the same was. Johnny Cage. There were so many different actors between Damn the first it. movie and the second movie. Different Raiden. Yeah. Different uh, Sonya. Same Liu Kang. Different Sonya. Yeah. Same so, Liu Kang. So many. I think Liu Kang was like the only remaining original character on there. Different Jax. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't so know who bad. Else. Yeah. Anywho. I'm surprised they haven't redone a movie of Mortal Kombat. Maybe they're just waiting for the time. There was supposedly a reboot coming, but... There was a series. Well, I know there was a series, but there was also talk of a reboot for a movie that just never came. Nothing, nothing's come from it in years. But no, Mortal Kombat looks awesome. It's going to be out PC, Xbox One, PS4, and Switch. Hey, there you go. So I, I know... I don't know if it's pointless or not. I would want for the main console because of the graphics, but also I would want a Switch because it's portable. Yeah. Um, have a better chance of playing it. Yeah. Yeah. Life uh, is hectic at times. <laughs> um, anything else to add about Mortal Kombat? Not that I can think of. Did you see the trailer for John Wick 3? I did. And it looks pretty badass. I have to go back and rewatch the first two. Because like, I saw the first one for sure. And I think I saw part two in pieces. Like I don't think I sat down and watched from start to finish. But I have seen both of them, and I'm kind of looking forward to the third one because it looks was pretty that cool. Was Halle Berry? It was Halle Berry. Wow. And her dogs. So, her dogs, be... her real dogs? No, come on, man. <laughs> it might be. You never know. But no. Um, so, we've, man, 2019 is going to be such a crazy year for movies. Um, we're going to see, I want to go see Glass. Oh, that looks good. Yeah. Although I've been hearing some a couple of mixed reviews about it, yeah, like that it has some good parts and has some meh parts in you, it. We we, can't we like take, what we like. Yeah, we like what we like. I want to see Glass. I want to see Captain Marvel. I want to see Avengers. You know what? I'm still kind of iffy on Captain Marvel. I'm coming around to it. I'm like, I kind of want to see what it's all about. I mean, I want to see Envy as Captain Marvel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then the new Spider-Man trailer dropped. That looks good. That looks really good. Jake Gyllenhaal is Mysterio. Yeah. Don't let him fool you. He's gonna. He's a villain. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of movies that are gonna be coming out. Toy Story. Uh, when does Avengers come out? Oh. Endgame. May. End I cap? think. May or April. Because doesn't Captain Marvel April. come out in a- March? Uh, I don't know. It's I'm coming out sure. soon. It's coming out in March. Um. And then I want to say that Avengers comes out in May, which will be close to my birthday. There's so many things I want to see. And then in July, I think, is when Spider-Man comes out. 
June or July. Dude, I'm so behind on games and movies and stuff. And Spider-Man comes out the weekend uh, after your birthday. Oh, really? The same weekend of the New Japan in Dallas. Oh. So. Spider-Man. Yes. So it should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I also have another game that I reserve that's coming out at the end of this month. Oh? Kingdom Hearts 3. Ah. Uh-huh. Which is crazy. I graduated uh, high school in 2006, and that's when Kingdom Hearts 2 came out. <laughs> it's been that long. Yeah. All right. That should be fun. Mm-hmm. I haven't played any of the Kingdom Hearts <clears throat> games because I never had a PS2, so I didn't get to play the first the first one or the second well, one. You can watch YouTube videos. I didn't have a videos. PS3 either. So. Watch YouTube videos. Yeah. There's just, so many games. Or I could just not play it and be not fine. Play. I'll tell you about it. Yeah, you tell me okay. about it. It'll work. <laughs> Oh, uh, another thing. Twenty uh, six, maybe I don't know, but um, the other DLC pack for WWE Two K nineteen nineteen comes out. Yeah, what are you laughing? At? The fact that I haven't played that game. I played, I've played a little bit it today. Really? Which it's been months since I played. Man, I don't even remember the last time I played it. It's been so long. It's bad. I'm falling off. Isn't life crazy? It is insanely crazy. It's busy. Life gets busy. Life doesn't want you to play video games. Well, one of these days I'm going to have to. So. And you're going to tell life to fuck off. <laughs> Get out of my face, life. You don't know me like that. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much for, for tuning in. If you have any questions, feel free to leave it on our Facebook page, MS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at WMS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WMS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler Tyler underscore Abear. I'm looking at my baby. Look, at, Go hold that baby. So for the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. Hold my baby, I'm Tyler Abear. And we will catch you all next week. Bye.